well, we're going to bring you the first scoreboard show of the year. And man, is it going to be exciting. It was a, just an awesome night of great action. And we're going to bring you all the information about it. But we want to thank our sponsors that bring you this program. And we have a brand new one. And that's Iowa Tire in Fairfield, Iowa. They've come on and sponsored the uh, Van Buren Warriors, the Pekin Panthers, and the Fairfield Trojans tonight. Well, uh, also, I want to mention the, uh, all the other great ones that have been with us. Uh, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Wester Drug and, of Wilton and Muscatine, Jim Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cards, of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, uh, Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of Kyoto, and the Packwood Locker, uh, soon to be Richland Meats and Groceries, or uh, soon to be Grinders Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Thanks so much, guys, for helping us, and you guys are going to really enjoy this program. We got Coach Parkinson of the Linville Sully Hawks who uh, uh, got the season off with a nice win last night. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me on again, Dave. Appreciate well, it. Well, tell me uh, a little bit. Uh, you played uh, uh, Danville, who hasn't fielded a team in a while. Uh, uh, what was the score of the game? Uh, it was 54 to 13. We got off to a great start early. Uh, it was 42 nothing at half. Defensively, we played outstanding, flew to the ball, tackled really well. And, and uh, as the game progressed, you know, a lot of subs started going in the game and and uh, gave up a couple scores late in the fourth quarter. Uh, Danville made some nice pass plays uh, toward the end and, and uh, a couple of our younger guys. That was good good uh, to, for them to see some, some varsity action and, and give them a little uh, jump start on the season uh, so they can get ready for Monday. So that was a good experience for those guys. But uh, all in all, Thought uh, our guys came out and played pretty well. We we made some mistakes, but uh, you know you like seeing your defense play well, and, and special teams really executed at a high level for us. Well, tell me a, a little bit about the heat and the humidity last night. Uh, everybody I talked to said all the kids were soaking wet at the end of the game, uh, and I'm sure that uh, um, the substitution maybe maybe helped. But uh, uh, what do you got? You, it's probably not the first time you ever coached a game in, in, in weather like this. What does a coach have to do to adjust for stuff like that? Well, you know, you kind of go uh, running back by committee and, and you, you try to sub in on your lines and, and just make sure guys are, you know, able to play as much of, this, of that game as they can. Uh, and you're certainly paying attention to how they're reacting to the heat. It, it was pretty warm. Uh, the humidity, though, was uh, – you, you could definitely feel it. It was uh, – that first quarter – um, boy, it, it was it was hot. So, and there were a number of uh, clock stoppages in that first quarter uh, between uh, some penalties and and uh, some incomplete passes. There were a couple block punts, stuff like that. Um, and uh, it seemed like that first quarter drug on forever. And, and uh, you know, when when that's happening, you gotta you gotta sub guys in and out. Make sure you got fresh legs in the game as much as you can. Um, but also, but also not. Uh, not put yourself in a situation where you got to sub too much in. So we had a good uh, game plan going in. We knew it was going to be hot all week long. We had worked on uh, different sub packages and guys playing multiple spots. And um, it, it does create a little uh, challenge uh, in terms of continuity, especially on offense. Uh, when, you know, offensively you kind of want to work as a unit. And if you got different players in there all the time, uh, it, it just doesn't quite click. And, and we experienced that a little bit uh, last night, but I think all in all the guys really rallied. 
and played really well. Well, there was a couple of areas where uh, uh, I didn't see your game, but I saw a lot of games across the board. Uh, you know, and, and this is typical of every first game, you know, there's more penalties than you'd like. Uh, um, um, you know, there's a little little timing issues. And if you're having to substitute a lot, you know, like you say, there's some continuity uh, uh, problems. But uh, and, and the kicking was not very good last night across the board. Uh, uh, how did your team perform in those areas? Well, you know, uh, we didn't get a tremendous amount of time all week to practice. And I think that's probably what you're seeing from a lot of different teams. Uh, just the heat really challenged everybody to try to figure out alternative plans. And when you had that, you had to shorten practice. You had to make all these adjustments. So you never really got a chance to practice a lot of things. But um, we were uh, we were really aggressive on our special teams. I thought um, in the return game, uh, we had a couple of nice returns. Nothing nothing huge, but I thought our guys did a nice job catching punts and and uh, getting there. And then we blocked an, uh, a couple punts. Um, I, I think there were four punts that were disrupted in the game. Uh, from our punt uh, return team, uh, two of them we blocked, and, and the other two we uh, we forced the punter out of the uh, out of his position, and, and uh, uh, I think he kicked it into one of his guys. So anytime you alter or block a punt like that, uh, it's going to change the game. And, and when it happens uh, multiple times, as many as it did last night, uh, the team that's you know executing in that in that uh, regard is going to have a really a, a big advantage, and and uh, just. Hats off to our guys. Uh, when you're a little bit tired after you made a defensive stand, and then you got to put your hand in the ground and go rush the punter, uh, finding that extra gear to get through there and get a hand on the ball. Uh, early in the game, that was a, a difference maker, just to kind of get the, you know, turn the tide of momentum and, and, and get us rolling. Well, uh, last year, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, you were excellent at getting turnovers. You one of the best around at getting turnovers. Uh, sounds like you got some turnovers last night too. Uh, uh, you know, is how, how big of a, uh, how much can you coach that? And uh, how much of that is just kids with their, their head on a swivel and, and a nose for the ball? You know what? It's a little bit of everything. So, I, you know, we definitely coach it. Uh, we teach our guys a uh, turnover return. We, we have a, what we call tackle turnover day every Thursday. Um, it's just an important part of what, what you do. You want to try to create turnovers. Our, our defense is predicated on turning the ball over uh, in whatever way we can, either either an interception, fumble, or turnover on downs. And, and then we definitely want to treat our special teams like an opportunity uh, to make a play as if you are uh, getting a turnover uh, because it, it is kind of like a punt return is, is a free-for-all in a lot of ways. Uh, so if you can get guys in good position, you can make a big play. But um, I think we, you know, we did a good job last night. We we dropped about three or four interceptions, kind of went right through our hands. In fact, uh, one of Danville's touchdowns, it went kind of went right through three of our guys' hands. It was like a, kind of a tip drill by the Three Stooges. But uh, not that those guys are the Three Stooges at all. They were just guys trying to make a play. But, uh, you know, I was glad that our guys broke really well in the football, uh, especially when the ball was up in the air. Uh, we were in position a number of times, and it just didn't quite go, uh, uh, you know, just didn't land in the right hands. But um, I just like seeing our guys getting getting in position, uh, defending, and, and uh, our defensive line created some, some opportunities, I think, uh, getting hands up, getting good pass rush, and, and uh, just creating havoc on the defensive line. Well, how did your kick game go last night? Extra points and the sets, you know, uh, I saw a lot of missed ones, but it was a, a, a combination of a, a well, there was a lot of bad snaps, I thought, uh, uh, that, that, that preceded the, those missing those kicks. Uh, uh, it seems like something that would take a, a little bit of timing and a lot of, a lot of practice and uh, get in rhythm. 
How did you guys do on the extra points and the and the kicking game? Yeah, you know, uh, our PAT, we were two for four. Um, the two that we hit, uh, we, we had a really good kicker. Uh, his name's Lucas Seek. He's a senior. Uh, he's got a great leg. He can hit from 50-plus. Uh, one of the misses, it was we just kind of bobbled the hold, and then another one, we got some interior pressure. Those are two things you can fix pretty easily. Um, I'd, I'd rather have some of those minor issues early in the season instead of a, a kicking issue, you know. Trying to correct kicking stuff is hard, uh, whereas, you know, uh, maybe some blocking or, or just a minor adjustment here or there, that's not a big deal. And, and we know we can make uh, field goals and extra points, and we do some other stuff uh, in the kicking game just to kind of – uh, create opportunities, but as far as our kickoff coverage, uh, I, I think Lucas, he's our kickoff guy too. He did an outstanding job. Our, our punt team really executed. Uh, we had outstanding field position all night long, and that's one of our primary goals as, as an offense is to finish a drive, and if we can't uh, score any, you know, if we can't score, and if it's not worth a fourth down try, we like our punt team to be a weapon to change field uh, field position. I thought Lucas and our t our cover team, uh, they had one that they downed inside the uh, – it was about right at the three-yard line. And, uh, that led to a safety on the very next play. Uh, we actually uh, uh, got three safeties against Danville. So we were able to pin them deep a number of times and, and put some good pressure on them and, and uh, force them to make some errors. So it was weird. We scored, we scored four points in the third quarter, which is kind of an odd score in football uh, based on two safeties in that quarter. Well, what, what about, let's start with the defensive side of the ball and tell me uh, 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 who you thought, you know, contributed a lot last night. You bet. Uh, I'll start with our leading tackler, uh, Taryn Gaslink, who's a junior linebacker for us. I uh, really thought, Last night, he, he flowed to the ball well. He made really good reads, but, boy, he's a sure tackler. He just gets right on those legs and, and brings them down. And he had seven and a half tackles. Uh, so he, he was a guy that I thought played really well. Blake Van Wyk, um, one of our outside backers, had uh, a number of tackles for loss and a couple sacks, including a safety. Um, I think he had three or four sacks, and, and I think out of his five tackles, four were tackled for loss. So um, and then C.J. Nickel, our other outside linebacker, uh, same thing. He he had a couple big hits. There was one play right before the end of the half, uh, and uh, Danville was trying to throw the ball down the field a little bit, and CJ came off the edge and just absolutely uh, laid the wood on, on the quarterback. And uh, that kid, he did uh, he got up good, but man, that was a that was a big hit. And, and I, those kind of things just spark your spark your defense, and they, they get guys jacked up. And and so I, I love that the way those guys played. And then really our, our front defensive line, we play in a three man front and, and uh, teams that try to spread you out. We, we ask those guys to do a lot and then stuff the run. And uh, I think going into half, um, Danville had negative. Uh, they were, they were quite a ways in the hole offensively. And, and a lot of that's because our defensive line was doing, doing their job. And, and that helps our linebackers flow and, and make plays. And, and the DBs did a nice job in coverage. All right. Well, uh, Let's let's flip that over now uh, to the offensive side of the ball. And I'm going to start out. Uh, you replaced your quarterback this year, didn't you? No, we still have the oh, same no, quarterback. Okay. Yep. Well, well how, how did the quarterback function last night? You know what? It was kind of the first game back a little bit uh, for offense in terms of, you know, you think about how you can get the, the year started and, and nobody wants to start the year off with an interception. Uh, but I thought uh, he threw one of his early passes, got hit when he released it. Uh, we had to figure a couple things out protection wise you know we, when you don't get a chance to scout a team you don't really know kind of what they're gonna what they're gonna bring and uh so we you know we didn't quite do a do a, a great job of protecting on our one of our first pass plays and we ended up getting hit on the throw and threw an interception 
um, you know, everything's got to got to kind of click on some of that early stuff. And uh, I'm not one that's going to blame the line on, on any of that. So sometimes you call play and the defense got the right play uh, to answer it. And, and Danville made a nice, uh, uh, nice defensive play. But after that, I thought he, he played really, really well. Um, he connected with our tight end on a, on a deep corner route for a, uh, 30 yard touchdown. Um, it's just a, it was a route that we've been working on and he just kind of, he just shot out of the line of scrimmage, like getting shot out of the out of cannon. And then uh, there was a fourth down play in the second quarter, uh, where we had about a fourth and eight or a fourth and nine, uh, right around our 20 yard line. And, and, uh, Landon, uh, kind of got flushed out of the pocket and he's a really good athlete. Uh, he's got pretty good speed and he's a, a physical runner and he took off and, and, uh, he ended up scoring on that play. So I like that kind of mentality of a uh, guy like, uh, you know what, you make a mistake. I want a guy that can, can just move to the next play. So pretty proud of him for, for making that, uh, you know, making that comeback as a quarterback. And uh, I think those other guys feed on uh, feed on that kind of energy and, and those plays. Yeah, most definitely. Well, uh, uh, tell me about your run game. Uh, uh, how, how, how did the run game play out? You know, we're a pretty run-heavy team, um, and, and a lot of our offense runs through our tailback, quartering out harder. Um, I thought he had a great night. We had a couple big plays called back. Um you know, it happens once in a while. You get uh, you get a guy like him who, who just doesn't go down right away. And when he's running all over the place, sometimes you end up with a block in the back or that kind of stuff, and it, it just happens. And uh, I thought he had a great night. He was just shy of 100 yards. Uh, he didn't play very much in the second half, just out of the nature of the, you know, out of, out of the nature of the beast and kind of got to, you know, do some of that and give some of the other guys some carries. But uh, I just really thought, you know, between him and C.J. Nickel, um, had some other guys tote the rock a little bit. They did such a good job uh, protecting the football, number one. But then, uh, but then being athletes, just uh, their balance and, and their vision. I, I just I love watching those guys carry the football. And and um, you know, when when you're able to run the ball successfully, it's it's partly because uh, you're a good athlete, but at the same time, it's it's also because them big boys up front were getting it done. And as the game progressed, we started clicking a little bit more uh, with our offensive line, especially in the second quarter. And uh, really, uh, really like what we were seeing as that game progressed, and we kind of settled in. Well, uh, what, who uh, uh, you, you mentioned, you had a pretty good passing day. Uh, who were some of the receivers that were bringing down some balls? You bet. Uh, Mitchell Miller is the one who caught that early touchdown. Um, he made just great grab and 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 uh, had enough speed to get all the way there. And then we had a sophomore, uh, younger tight end, make a big play to a fifty-yard uh, reception. Um, in the third, I think it was a, right away in, early in the fourth quarter, um, made a nice throw. Our, our backup quarterback came in, made a great throw, and that tight end got loose and made a big play. His name is Michael Spooner. So it's fun to see a young kid uh, have some fun out there and make a big play and, and uh, get pumped up. Um, but that's really about it in the passing game for us. We, Like I said, we think we had three completions, so that tells you a little bit how much we wanted to sling it around last night. Well, they were for big plays. You know, and that's that's a a, a good tactic uh, to use. Well, you're the only person uh, uh, I think in the world that I can ask this question to. And uh, 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 what about Danville? Uh, uh, what kind of athletes do they have? What do they do well? And uh, uh, what do you think they're going to get get done this season? You know, I, I listened to uh, Scotty's uh, District Five Prediction Show <laughs> that you had a you know yeah. a week or two ago, and and uh, 
You know, I, I actually, you know, they got a ton of athletes. They got some big, tall wide receivers. Uh, they had some snap issues from quarterback to from center to quarterback, and then and then also on the punt. Uh, I think you know if they were able to get some of that cleaned up and and uh, get a couple other things, I, I thought defensively they they had a good plan and and uh, early they executed that plan and they played really aggressive. So anybody that you know wants to go play aggressive in football is gonna is gonna get there. So I think you know I hope their coaching staff uh, walks away with that uh, walks away from that game seeing some positive things. Uh, because we, you know, early in that game, uh, it took us a little bit to put, uh, to get one in the end zone. And uh, that's because part of it was because we were making some mistakes. But the other part of it was uh, Danville was doing a nice job on defense as well. So I think there's some, you know, there's some things that that team can do. So it's just going to have to be kind of like us. You got to find, you know, the right group. You got to find some, uh, you got to get to a good rhythm on offense. Uh, defense has got to, got to kind of patch up some of the holes you know just everybody's in the same boat right now in week one and and you know uh wish those guys the best of luck appreciate them traveling all the way uh up to our place and now we're we're sending our jv down there on monday so um but they were certainly uh uh as far as our coaching staff before and after the game uh class act the guys so i uh, just appreciate that good sportsmanship and, and good competitiveness between them uh both groups well uh uh is there anything else about this game that we need to talk about uh, you know what? I, that's about all I got right now. We're just we're excited to keep the to get it going, and, and we're kicking off another home game next week against uh, uh, one of our big rivals, North Mahaska. So I know yeah, the guys are. This are North Mahaska, uh, uh, Linville Sully is quite the rivalry, uh, and uh, 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 North Mahaska got themselves off to a nice little little win uh, uh, this week. I don't know if you got a chance to look any of the film, but I'm sure you will. Uh, um, what's Tell us a little bit about you got a home game this year. Uh, 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 that's probably a pretty good advantage in a, in a battle like us two schools like this. Yeah, you know what? I think they're uh, much improved from last season, and and uh, they were they were a little bit younger last year with some some guys out on the field. So anytime you know those young guys, they get another eight, uh, year under their belt. Uh, you expect a lot out of them, and, and we're expecting the same thing from some of our kids. So should be a should be a fun ball game. Um, no matter where we play at, it's it's going to be a, a good atmosphere. There'll be a lot of people there. I can tell you that much because there's these two schools. Uh, I, I would I, I would classify the rivalry as just a really highly competitive one. Uh, one where when the game's over, everybody's okay to shake hands and, and uh, all that because our communities aren't that different from each other. But at the same time, um, you know it's one when when uh, the whistle blows, man. Both sides really, really want it. So, and this extends outside of football. It goes into basketball, wrestling, uh, track, golf, baseball, softball. So, this kind of volleyball, cross country, this permeates into all the sports. And really, in football, it's one of the last few uh, true rivalries that we end up left because a lot of a lot of the teams in the SICL have gone to eight man. So we don't get a you know we don't get a chance to play a lot of those teams anymore. Yeah, uh, they always got a lot of great athletes down there. Uh, uh... Was a Graham Smith, I think, is one of them, and uh, uh, they got several uh, uh, really good, good athletes. Uh, that's just, I don't know what what it is about North Mahaska, but they always have a lot of good skilled and big, big, tall, strong kids too. Well, no doubt about their size. Like if you watch them on film, they got some big boys up front. So that's always Graham a challenge. Nash, and there's a Smith. Uh, uh, um, this good athletes, uh, uh, they're 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 tough to tangle with in any any sport. Uh, uh, well, it sounds like a great game. Uh, uh, anything about that game? Uh, uh, it's a home game. Probably start uh, 
seven o'clock, I suppose. Is there a, a curtain raiser or anything before that? Or nope, uh, seven o'clock, pretty typical ball game. Uh, it is our senior night, so we're excited to to uh, recognize those guys. We got eleven seniors out. Um, good group of good group of guys, and and uh, just just excited to see those guys. Uh, back out on the field Friday night again after a after a week where we get to work on some of the things. You know, this that's what the best part about playing a game is. It really tells the story of of what you need to get better at, what you're good at. But uh, we, uh, I think our guys responded pretty well this morning to, to the film and and to uh, all the things we were talking about. So I'm excited to get back to work and, and get ready for Friday. Well, uh, uh, half the teams in the state lost and half the teams in the state won last night. Uh, but everybody got bumps and bruises in the game, but they're a lot easier to deal with when you win than when you lose, aren't they? Yeah, thankful to be yeah, just really uh, grateful and thankful to be part of that other, you know, that fifty percent that got the W. Well, congratulations on getting your season off to a good start. Uh, 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 I'll ask you one more question. Uh, um, there was, I, I'm, I'm sure there was a lot went right last night, uh, but there was probably uh, uh, if there was a couple things you wanted to, to to tighten up or work on, you know maybe less penalties or something like that. Uh, uh, what, what are the areas you think you need to little, uh, a little tighten it up? Uh, you know, I, I think a lot of the, t- a lot of the teams who were, uh, would, would say the same thing that I would as just when you're on offense, we can't go backwards. And we had a couple penalties that hurt us, um, especially early in the game. And I think anytime, uh, any, anytime you get a, you know, a penalty that negates a big play, that's that's really challenging for for an offense to recover from. Uh, a first and ten is a lot easier to pick up than a first and twenty five, and but not a whole lot of plays in your playbook that, that are going to get you there. So, uh, I think for our offense, understanding that um, you know, kind of never go broke when you take a profit. This this concept that you know, if we're throwing the ball, we don't always have to take the big shot down the field. We can check it down, we can run it, and then we've got to make sure that uh, we're doing the little things right to uh, make sure we aren't penalized put ourselves in, in scoring position every time we get a chance. Well, let's hope this uh, 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 week that the temperature drops a little bit and you don't have to uh, uh, shorten your practices and maybe uh, 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 we'll see even better uh, level of play next week than we did this week across the board. But I was really excited about the way things got off. Uh, uh, and you were one of the teams that got off to a good start. Well, thanks for being with us, Coach. Yeah, appreciate your time, Dave. Thank you. Well, we're going to bring you the first scoreboard show of the year, and man, is it going to be exciting. It was a just an awesome night of great action, and we're going to bring you all the information about it, but we want to thank our sponsors that bring you this program, and we have a brand new one, and that's Iowa Tire in Fairfield, Iowa. They've come on and sponsored the uh, Van Buren Warriors, the Pekin Panthers, and the Fairfield Trojans tonight. Well, uh, also, I want to mention the, all the other great ones that have been with us. Uh, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Wester Drug and, of Wilton and Muscatine, Jim Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of Kyoto, and the Packwood Locker, uh, soon to be Richland Meats and Groceries, or uh, soon to be Grinders Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Thanks so much, guys, for helping us, and you guys are going to really enjoy this program.